Kim Grace Podcast. Let's go. It's your girl Cindy Grace and welcome to a Walking Grace Podcast. The topic for today is simply your true tribe might not be the people you think. Take a look at what's happening in the world today. Um, With the COVID, everything is changing. People's minds are changing. Um, The perception of groupies and tribe, that dynamic is definitely and absolutely changing because I don't know, but people are becoming more self-centered these days. People are going into their own shells. Um, there's this distance that COVID has cost the world. So if, if you're still looking to the same people to come through for you the way that they usually would, um, you might be disappointed. Honestly, you might be. And it's no one's fault. It's just life. If you still have this perception of what your true tribe should be, they should be um, like-minded, they should be supportive, they shouldn't be difficult to deal with, they should be perfect and saints, um, they should look a certain way, talk a certain way, be a certain way, um, I'd say start changing your mind, start being open, because if any Christian knows out there, the way God works is not the way we work. No, um, there are certain people that God is going to send your way this days or, or this season that don't look like your regular people. They don't look like the people that you would roll with. They are partners um, that God is going to send to you as a single person that does not look like the part, right? There are seasons, it's coming, I'm telling you because the, the, the sets of people that God is raising in this season are not like your usual, right? So if you're still looking for the type, the certain type, I don't know why I keep hammering on single people. This man has to be this way, tall, handsome, has to have a lot of money, you know, all those stuff, which is great. They're all great attributes. God give it uh, whoever the knock it, right? Whatever you seek, you shall find. But I also say be open because God can send anyone your way in this season to give you what you need. God can send the difficult. God can send the tall and the short. God can send the, the anyone really. Let me tell you, he can send anyone. So be open in the season. There are different seasons that I've realized that God is doing different things and God is going to send you different people at a certain stage in your life. Right. And we're going to talk about those seasons as we go down. There's a stage in your life. I mean, I don't care where you are or where you've been. You've been in this stage. And a lot of single people right now are there. A lot of single men and women, divorcees, single mothers, they're at that stage in their life where it's just them, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I call that the Trinity, the dynamic trio, the powerful triage. (laughs) I don't know whatever you want to call it, right? And a lot of people neglect that stage because they kind of call it the stage of loneliness, aloneness, right? Where ain't nobody checking for you or calling you to see how you're doing. It's just you and God. Only God be knowing your business, right? Only God be there for you. He's the only one you talk to in the morning, right? Now, I just want to tell you something. If you're in that space right now, that it is okay. I was there. And let me tell you something. Those were the forming stages of my life. What God did with me at those stages of just me and him and the Holy Spirit, they are forming or paving way for who I am today. 
It's what's empowering me to do what God has called me to do today. So I want to urge you not to neglect that moment, not to neglect that stage, because they form a vital role at the beginning of your life, in the middle of your life, and at the end of your life. At the beginning, what do they do? They form the foundations. They, they make you, they build, the, they put in the ingredients within you, whereby when you stand, when your house stands, it stands like a rock. And when the wind blows here and there, you're unshaken, right? And what, what do they do in the middle? In the middle, they sustain you. After they have trained you, after they have groomed you and prepared you for the season of marriage or season of your calling, they walk with you in the middle of it. They don't let you go. I can trust that trio. I can trust that trinity over any trinity out there. Or I can trust that tribe of Judea. I call them the tribe of Judah. <laughs> yes, the tribe of Judah is you, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I can trust that tribe over the tribe of men because they will never let me go and they will never let me down, right? So at that middle stage, they walk with you. And then what do they do at the end? They don't leave you. They are with you till the end. They give you the fulfillment your heart desires. And when you, when you leave this world, who do you see? You still see the same trail. You see Jesus waiting for you at the gates of heaven by his grace, right? So I don't know why people neglect that stage whereby it's just them and the Holy Spirit. And they feel lonely. They feel like they are the forgotten people in the society because nobody be checking on them. I know it's tough because God never made anyone an island, but there are seasons of isolation and everyone needs that, that season to be able to be groomed and steamed so that when you come out, when you're presented to your partner or when you're presented to the world or when you're, when you're about to embark on your journey, they are going to see the hand of God in your life. So please, before you go feeling sorry for yourself and trying to go into the world and form human tribes, ensure that you have formed the tribe of Judah first, okay? That you have formed the trinity that is needed for your growth. You have formed the trinity that is needed to sustain you through this life, which is you, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And don't you ever neglect them because they are more reliable than the people you see. And if they're all you've got right now, they are absolutely all you need. Trust me. There are also seasons in your life where your true tribe and other people you like, but the people who tolerate you, your critics, people you can't stand. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. Really? But that girl or that man that you can't stand they are going to play a vital part in your process of growth because God is going to use them to teach you endurance. He's going to use them to teach you patience, long suffering, understanding, unconditional love. These are people that are connected to your purpose. And you're like, you can't stand her. These are people that understand the mission and vision on your life. So they won't just be your yes man or yes ma'am, right? They are there to stretch you, to expand your territory. They are there to challenge you into seeing things differently. And you need that variation to grow. A lot of you need people like that to help you leave your place of comfort and be thrusted into where God has called you to be. Right? I have made a mistake of seeing people 
in the past who are difficult and different from me as a problem. A lot of people see them as a problem and that is a bad perception to have towards people. I have made that terrible mistake to see them as a problem when I actually would have seen them as lessons, when I actually would have seen them as strengths. I'm telling you, people want to be around people who always say yes to them and cuddle them. But we know that in life, there there are times when we need warriors. We need lions. We need giants. And there are times where we need lambs, nurturers. And you need a blend of both for your survival. They play a crucial part for your survival. So my suggestion to you who's looking for the true tribe is that when you see someone who is difficult and impossible to deal with, don't write them off. There is something in there that God has placed in them for you and for your growth. There are certain seasons where strangers, total strangers, radical people become your true vibe. Or true tribe, sorry. Keep saying vibe trap. <laughs> but it's true. Strangers, people who you don't who you do not know, just turn to friends and heroes. I mean, have you ever met a stranger and you guys just connect? Like they get you, they understand you. Deep understands deep. So sometimes people just bump into deeps. And these people just come and they stay. And they're there for you and then they are solid rocks, right? Or have you ever been in a situation whereby you were stuck and you were in deep need and someone comes from nowhere to rescue you? And people ask me, how, how, how do people like this turn into your true trap? Honey, some of these strangers, they come as one-offs and some of them come in and they, and they come and they take root. But no matter how they come and go, they are your true tribe because what, whatever impact they make in your life can literally cause a change in the trajectory of your life. A lot of people can testify to what I'm saying right now, that there is some stranger you met at some point in your life that changed your life. I don't care if that person is a one-off person or if I've met the person three times or as long as they cause that kind of change in my life, honey, they are my true tribe. I will never forget them for as long as I live. And for those who come in and they turn out to be friends and heroes and they stay, oh my God, the sky is my limit for people like that. There are also seasons where your true tribe is just your family and not friends. Mm-hmm. There are some kind of people who, because of the favor of God in their lives, attract certain blessings, maybe because of how beautiful they are or how talented and gifted they are or the skills that they've got that um, attracts envy and jealousy among friends. Oh, I've met a couple of people like that. I've had friends like that. And, and they feel some kind of insecured. They don't trust much. They don't trust people much. And the only safe place that they have, the only tribe that they can really depend on is their family. Now, if you happen to be someone like this who 
is in the in the midst of friends who don't who don't celebrate you, who are not happy for you. I actually suggest that you go find you some mature friends because it's a thing of the mind, right? If people, if you find people who are mature and people who are wise, they know not to be moved by physical things, by material things. They know that the, what's really important is what's inside you, what's in depth, not what's in the surface, right? So you go find you some mature friends, people who fear God and spirit and in truth, people who have a good thinking, right? So for some people like this, their families are their everything and it's okay. Your tribe can be your family. It's okay, right? Because your family is your place of trust, is where people are honest with you and they love you unconditionally. So if your true tribe is your family and not friends, and some people who are who have who have families like that, they're always wondering, maybe there's something wrong with me. Why don't I have friends? Maybe I'm the villain. No, it, it has nothing to do with you, honey. If you're blessed, you're blessed. You cannot curse what God has blessed. You cannot fight with the grace of God in your life. If it's working for you, it's working for you. And do not be apologetic about that. I'm telling you, I want to I wanna advise someone who is like that, that you own that grace of God and you shine like the star that God don't make you, don't, don't make you to shine, right? Don't be, don't be sorry for nothing, okay? And own your family if that's, if that's the true tribe you have for that season. Now, for some other people, your true tribe is your friends and not even your family. It happens, whereby your friends become your true tribe and your family is not. And this is usually seen in families that are very toxic, um, where you have physical, mental, sexual abuse going on and addictions. And my heart goes to you who have made family, your true, who have made, sorry, friends, your true tribe and family sort of, right? Because you're from a dysfunctional home, right? It's a sad reality. Um, and if that's what you need, then that's what you need to have. Um, and I would just suggest that you pray for your family, that God releases them. Because like I said, it's we wrestle not against the, against the flesh, but against the spirit. These things are demonic battles that you have to face. So as you distance yourself Pray that God begins to work in your family to get them through whatever addictions or, or, or dysfunctions that they're going through, right? So for, for some of you who are in that space whereby um, friends have become your true tribe and family is not, maybe because you had a fallout in the past or maybe because of a dysfunction and you don't want to be caught up in that space, um, it's okay. And don't forget to pray for them, okay? Now, um, for some people, the thing about family, again, another part of family I want to talk about in terms of tribe is that family is very funny in the sense that a family um, already a family already have this perceived image and perception of who you are and what you always need to be, forgetting that people can be different. People change at every stage of their life. So when certain family sees a change in, in a family member, um, 
let's say maybe because a, a career change or maybe they get married and they begin to see things differently or maybe because they travel. For example, uh, someone leaves Africa and they travel abroad and then they've been there for 15 years or 10 years and then they come back to Nigeria or Africa and they're acting funny and they're like, what's, what's, what's up with this one? Like, why is she for me? Like, she's never, she was not born here. Honey, uh, she's been in a place that has system for like 15 years. So there's got to be some change that must have happened in her. People adapt to places, right? Be- human beings are adaptable creatures. So when, 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 they, when they leave a certain environment and are found in a different environment of, of system or, or sanity, <laughs> society, right? Things are bound to change in their life. The way they see things are going to change. The way they perceive things are going to change. And in marriage, for example, when people marry, when they marry up, right? Or marry down. There are things that begin to change, right? <laughs> when you're attached to someone for so long, there's certain things that just flows into your system and your spirit without you knowing. So change is bound to occur in marriage. Change is bound to occur, occur in, in someone who's been exposed. Exposure can do that to you. A dream can make someone change too. Friends can make people change. Hopefully they're the good types. And when this kind of change occurs in people, family members just leave their place of like they begin to tag them as the black sheep. But as as family as a family, you have to be very careful when when you do this to a family member. You have to be. As a mother or as a parent, I would always advise that you try. In as much as you've raised your kids in the ways of the Lord, you should also see them as individuals who have their own minds, their hearts, they have their ideas, their likes, their wants, their dreams. They would always be different from you. Even though you always want them to be doctors, they might, they might not like needles. They might not even like blood, let alone be in a theater. So you have to follow every individual at every stage of their lives. Because people change. A woman, when a woman becomes a mother, she changes, right? When a, a, a single lady becomes a married woman, she changes. There are things that begin to come into her space of reasoning that is going to be different from the way that she, she was when she was a, a young girl. So we have to be open and make room for changes as family and accept people where they are in the right way, okay? And lastly... There are seasons where the people who are at the tail end of your friendship circle rises up to the occasion in times of need. I call those people hidden angels. They just be there in the corner, quiet, not popular, and they just love you truly from their heart and they see your, your trueness and they just love the core part of you. But you don't take notice of them because you're so busy with the ones that look like the part. But when you're in need, they rise up to the occasion. They are there for you at the hospital. They are beside your bed. They're, they clothe you when, when, we ha- when you have nothing to wear. They feed you when you're hungry. They, they give you shelter when you have no house or a place to live. Those people are actually the true tribe. <laughs> I love me some of those people. And we have 
quite a few of them in our circle right now. The, the neglects, right? That's, that we don't even see. And then they come through for us. I, I want to point out that when these people rise up to the occasion and show that they are true friends in need, that you keep them and you begin to value them. I'm going to say this again. You value them and you keep them because those are your ride and dies. Those are people, those are your solid rocks. Don't take them for granted. Be intentional. Be intentional and open about connecting to people, whether great or small, rich or poor, beautiful or ugly, quiet or loud, difficult or easy. They are all there to either teach you a lesson or be a blessing. Your true tribe can be anyone. The unexpected God connections, one-offs, friends, family, radicals, strangers, and even hidden angels. So please be open. Please head over to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. We appreciate you sharing and being a part of this community. Until next time, keep living your best life. And remember, your gifts will make room for you when you make room for God. Do better because you know better.